Do you have th some things in your life that you just need to get rid of? Today, I'm going to talk about a real important consideration while you remove things healthily from your life to live your life a little bit lighter. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. I listened to somebody use the term stuffitis. It's definitely something I think a lot of people in the Western world have in their lives. And there's, you know, there's some awesome books and videos on minimalism and just removing more and more things from your life and how much better you feel doing that. I will say it's honestly, it's a little challenging doing that when you have young family and you want to do stuff with them because you can't always afford it if you don't own certain things. But over this holiday, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, what are those things in our lives that we need to just remove so that we can, you know, be freer and have more space in your head and in your house and in your garage and wherever it may be. What are those things that you need to remove? I've been thinking about this for a while and we, you know, there's, I think it's Mary Kondo. Um, there's, there's a few people out there that are doing great work on removing people's stuffitis or reducing their clutter in their lives. But recently I'd heard somebody and I don't know who said this. I think it was just an interview on a radio or a caller that called into a radio station. <clears throat> and she said, Instead of looking at the stuff in your life, look at the bonds that those things have with you in your life. So instead of looking at the objects, the physical objects, the things that are all around you, start looking at what you're attached to related to those things. I've been thinking about this for a while now, and I think it's a really powerful perspective on looking at bonds instead of stuff. It actually, like, there's some things I've kept that I shouldn't have kicking around at all, but I have a bond with them that healthy or unhealthy, it's there. And without acknowledging the bond that's involved in these kind of items in your life, I think it's much harder to remove them. So some things bring you happiness. And maybe, you know, it's brought you happiness for a long time and it needs to be retired or given to somebody else to give them happiness. The same gift that it gave you. But maybe there's other things out there that have unhealthy bonds. I, I have a few items that are kind of interesting on this front. I have conversations with people who have displayed behavior that is not healthy. And um, those conversations also have bonds. So I need to flush them out. But then I'm kind of like, well, I need to hold it as a defensive mechanism to make sure, you know, if someone says that this went this way, I have my proof. And you know, in work, you definitely have to do that. But in your personal life, I think you really got to consider what things are dragging you down. And what are those bonds? It sounds simple. But I think it's a really valuable exercise to do. Now, I'm gonna put on my leadership hat again, because that seems to be where everything goes with me. But um, I was thinking about this with relating to relation to leadership. And and especially like right now, I'm, I'm leading an organization that's over 100 years old. And I'd be kidding, I would be very wrong if I were to say that there was no bonds in this organization. 
from things that have been done in the past. Now, some of them have been highly valuable and will continue to be highly valuable. The community is very strong because of some of them. Others are historical. They're not valuable. They're not adding value. And in your life, when you go through thinking about your personal life, and then you can flip that into your organizational life and think, is there things that we're attached to or habits that we have as an organization that are actually just a bond? They're not the right thing to do, but they're the thing that we do because that's how we do it. Answers like that make me get really frustrated, but I've also learned to respect the fact that I could just say, no, we're not doing that anymore. But if you don't respect the bond, how do you help people let it go? They need to get to this place where they can attach themselves or detach themselves from the bond by adding clarity to what that bond really is. I had a conversation with somebody recently about the organization I'm running and I'm saying, well, you know, like a lot of these things that are being done are just being done because they were what was what worked for that generation. So if you were raised in a different generation and you had a great experience, it's out of the love for the community, not the hate or or the lack of trust or anything. It's out of your love for the community and the experience it provided to you that you want to continue that, even if it's not healthy for the organization. As a leader, you have to you have to kind of walk that line. You have to acknowledge the why it was valuable to these individuals so that they can let it go and then grow the organization beyond the bonds of the past. So if you think about it on both sides, you, you, you have the same problem. We have things that we keep because we have bonds. Some of them have emotional highs, emotional lows. Um, organizations do the same thing. We have, we have things that we keep a hold of and we gr- hold them tightly. Like I, I think of how many organizations could have still been around today if they would have let go or at least fully understood the bond they had with something that was successful in the past. I can't help but think about um, all the things that we, I've tried as a leader in different organizations that didn't work. But we tried it and we built a habit of starting to try new things and that permeated through the culture and we found some things that worked really well. So I'm thankful we did it. But to get there, we had to break down the bonds of the past. And to be honest, I, was, I, I think I was a little colder than I am now because now I understand it differently than I used to. And I think I'll kind of wrap this up with the last kind of thought related to this is when in my first job, we had a coach come in and this coach was talk, teaching us how to, well, what it was like to lead a team and uh, a team that you end up having to let go from a long-term job. He said that it's, it's just as hard as losing a lost a loved one. Losing your job can be just as hard as losing a loved person. Somebody that you love in your life and you lose them. I kind of, I, I, I was younger at that point, so I didn't really think as much. I, like I agreed with it, but only until the moment when I left my job after 13 years, blood, sweat, and tears with a huge, really strong community were very successful when I left. And everyone around me was saying, you shouldn't leave. And I just did it. Only when I was gone 
did I really struggle with breaking that bond? And it was at that time I got rid of the the things in the job and it and it really got to the bonds that were there. And those were actually not what I thought. Um I broke the bonds uh, around finances and some of those other things, the more physical bonds, but the real bond that was the hardest for me to break was the community. It worked really hard to build a healthy, strong community. So I had to work my way through that bond and figure out what it was, how it felt and feel all those emotions. And some days were really hard and then let them go. Just release, open my hands and let it go and say goodbye. Um, and it's not an or you can, you can still hurt and you can still let the bonds go, but, and you start to learn to let it go at the same time. They don't come apart. There's no, there's really no ors in life. Ors is where people start to divide each other, but there's a lot of ands. Like just think of COVID. COVID's a perfect example. COVID's bad. And there are some aspects of the vaccines that are questionable. If we say only one thing is good and only one thing is bad, that polarization breaks apart our community. And community is what it's all about. Community are there for you when you need them. So just kind of coming back around the full circle here, just thinking of bonds, there's a few in my life that I need to let go. Um, Weirdly enough, it's the first bike I got for my oldest son. My last son's not using it any, or my last daughter finally grew out of it. That bike had a lot. It meant a lot to me. I got it in a box and I built it with them, and we were really excited about it. And now I'm selling it. And instead of just saying I got to get rid of this, I'm gonna say I'm gonna get this all clean and take it really good care of it, hand it to somebody else to give them the joy that it gave to me. So it's just a little twist in your or a little switch in your perspective. But it gives you a lot of freedom as you move forward. And by that freedom, you can lighten your load and you can just make your life a little bit easier. I hope this makes sense to you. It's been so impactful to me as I've been working through it. And this fall, I'm going to start breaking down a few more of these things personally and in my work, just, just releasing these bonds so that we can move forward with a clear head and do our very best in our jobs and in our lives. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com.